The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey, what is going on, guys? Joe here, 69080B Radio, 69080B. Happy Sunday. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, if you have not hit subscribe or you have not um, clicked that little button to uh, subscribe to our podcast or even subscribe to our YouTube channel, make sure you do that. Be part of the channel. Uh, the 69080B is more than just one person. It is a community, and that's what we're building. And you are part of the community, and we want you part of it. Anyway, on to the podcast. Don't forget, every Thursday and every Sunday, we have a brand new podcast coming out. Some have videos, but they always have the audio. This week, we're going to talk about your motorcycle or knowing your motorcycle. I don't care if you've got a sport bike. I don't care if you've got a dual sport. I don't care if you've got a freaking scooter. It doesn't matter. Know that bike know what it is know what its capabilities are know it from top to bottom that's half the fun that is half the fun of owning a motorcycle is the tinkering aspect of it and getting to go around it heck sometimes i just go out and hug my bike because it's just fun i don't know maybe you know some people think i'm retarded i don't care uh, or just goofy it doesn't matter i i just don't care i love my motorcycles and we have several of them here at the 690 Anyway, what I mean by knowing your bike, know it, know what kind of tires it has on it, you know, uh, know, uh, to check the chain periodically, know your maintenance intervals and things like that. That's a really, really, really big deal. You definitely want to know, you know, how to take care of that bike because remember a motorcycle is only as good. I've said it a million times as its owner. So if you treat that bike like crap, <clears throat> then the bike is going to be a piece of crap. Nothing personal. I'm not calling anyone out. I'm not sitting there trying to, you know, belittle or make somebody feel bad or anything like that. But at the end of the day, 
That's what it boils down to. It is only as good as its owner. So if you are good to your bike and you take care of your bike, then that bike is always going to be good to you. A lot of people like say, oh, well, that bike's not reliable or this bike is not this or this bike is not this. Nine out of ten times, it's the owner. It is not the bike. The owners think they know what they're doing and they're like, oh, I can stretch another 500 miles out of this oil change or if I've got to do a valve clearance, oh, you know what? I can do another thousand miles before I have to do a valve check. You know what? They're <laughs> these maintenance intervals in the things for these motorcycles. They're put in place for a reason. And most of them are kind of silly. And you'll get some riders out there that will sit there and say, you know what? You don't have to do it at this time. You can stretch it another 500 miles. You know what? I would dig into that before I really, it's your motorcycle. It's not theirs. They don't care. And half the time, you don't even know if they actually own that motorcycle or not. So remember, take what you hear with a grain of salt so that that way you know when you are working on your motorcycle, you have the best knowledge possible for what it is. The reason your motorcycle comes with a maintenance manual, and if you buy a used bike, guess what? You can go get a maintenance manual. So just go get a maintenance manual for that or just go to the manufacturer and download the uh, maintenance for your motorcycle. So knowing your motorcycle, why is it such a big deal? Because it's yours and you need to know it really all the way around because it's going to help you out as a rider, whether you're new, intermediate or an experienced rider. Most experienced riders, they have manuals for their bikes. They have a maintenance schedule of what they do. They're very meticulous. And you get some guys that just don't care. They will go ride, rag, drag, and and just romp on that bike. If it's not wheeling every five seconds when they're on it, then, you know, that to them, that's not riding. So, you know, I mean, <laughs> I just, you know, my thing is I don't rag my bikes. Uh, it's okay to have fun on them. But I don't sit there and max out what its capabilities are, you know, on a daily basis. Um, all I'm doing is is hurting the bike and it's only going to last, you know, as long as, as I beat the crap out of it. So, but anyway, uh, manuals, manuals are a real big deal. So we'll get back to, to talking about the, a little bit of the maintenance side of the motorcycle. Um, if you don't have a manual, go get a manual. It depends on what bike you have. We'll dictate whatever it is. You can also get really great information. Facebook, you know, there's different feeds out there that you can go and you can get information on your bike in specific. And in some of those uh, groups that are on Facebook, like International Brotherhood of Adventure Riders, is just probably one of the best that's out there. But there are other ones, too. There are actual bike specific groups that are out there that you can get just awesome, awesome information. And you can feed back and forth from riders that actually have the same bike as you. And you can get great, great info for your motorcycle. If you don't know, you know, the manuals are set in place. I think a little early for a lot of the, the maintenance things that they ask you to do. I think you truly could stretch just a little bit, not a whole lot, but they do that for a reason because they're trying to uphold their warranties for the manufacturer and they want that bike to last as long as possible. So you definitely, you know, you want to be pretty close to what the, the, the manual says, but 
you know, you can kind of stretch it. And some guys don't even go by manuals. If it says, you know, an 800 mile, you know, oil change, they'll change it in 500. You know, just some guys are very, very picky. They're very meticulous on how they do their bike. So anyway, information and, and maintenance manuals are very, very good because they're going to help you out and going on and checking all the different things and how to find specific things if you have any issues or things like that. And like I said, you just definitely want to know how to work on that bike. And there's some other things we're going to talk about in a second that is so overlooked by a lot of riders, not just, you know, experienced riders um, that, you know, they just, they just don't think about it. You know, heck, I, I, I get I get caught up and I don't think about it. But, you know, knowing your bike is really a big deal. And it doesn't matter if you have a dual sport or a street bike or, you know, a motorcycle, believe it or not. And this is hard and I may catch some flack for it. But at the end of the day, it's true. It's a motorcycle. <laughs> it's It's a motorcycle. It's a small engine displacement engine. It doesn't matter if it's a twin, a single, whatever. They're all kind of built around the same concept. And that, that that's it. And it, it's not rocket science. And if you take a little time, you can dig into it and you can do a lot of your own stuff. Like some guys are like, I'm not going to do anything outside of oil changes. You know, and then there's some guys that they won't do anything. They'll just take it to the dealership. You know, dealerships have their place. My personal thing if you know your bike, you don't need a dealership. Just roll into your garage, go put on an old trashy shirt, put on some old crappy jeans, you know, crappy pair of that. You get your wrenches out, man. Get a manual. Get a laptop, man. If you're not 100%, get on YouTube. You can do it. You can do it. And man, and once you do it once, it is fantastic and it's super, super fun. And the other part is, is once you've done it yourself, that self-satisfaction is amazing because you're the one riding the bike. It's kind of like a pilot doing his own checks on an airplane before he takes off. It makes him feel better. He doesn't want some other guy kicking the tires and checking all the other things out before he leaves. He wants to make sure he's the guy, right? He's the guy flying that thing. He, you know, he just wants to make sure that, that, you know, if it, there is something that is wrong, it's him that made the mistake, you know, but then you get some people, they just don't, they don't buy into that. But, that is half the fun of owning a motorcycle is knowing the maintenance and just the basic stuff, guys, the basic stuff, oil changes, taking care of your chain, tires, knowing what cupping is on a tire, you know, air pressures, lubricating your key slot. Most people don't even realize about lubricating their key slot when they put their key in. So much dirt and grime gets in that thing. It's ridiculous. You know, a couple of squirts of either chain lube or WD-40 to try to, you know, get some of that gunk out of there. It really goes a long ways and it really, really, really makes your key go in and out. And it makes starting the bike, believe it or not, a, a lot easier. But not only that, checking your clutch levers, your brake levers, checking your uh, master cylinder, you know, for your, uh, for the rear end of the bike and, uh, to make sure that there's, you know, if, if you actually have fluid in the back, it depends on what type of motorcycle that you own. Most dual sports are all closed case. Um, but you can also check up on the handlebar and check your, uh, you know, your brake fluid and stuff like that and making sure that the levels are good on that. 
you know, I mean, there's just so many things that are, that are little and they don't take a whole lot of time. They're a big deal. <laughs> They're a big deal in the bike and how that bike is going to be taken care of. And I just think that, you know, it just, you really should know your bike. And I think once you, you do do a lot of your stuff, you're going to be so much happier and your bike's going to be happier and she's going to love you. <laughs> so I know it sounds kind of goofy, but at the, uh, at the end of it all, it's, it's, it, you're going to be so much more happier, you know? And one thing that gets overlooked a lot and you'll get some guys that are very, 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 um, excuse the word anal about it. Um, they literally the, the cleanliness is what I'm trying to get at cleanliness of your bike, dirt in a bike is never a great thing for long periods of time. Keep your bike clean. And the reason I say that is dirt, even though you're in dust and you're riding around and if you're on an adventure or you own an adventure bike or a dual sport bike or even it doesn't even matter if it's a street bike or a Harley or whatever, the dirt is never, never good because the problem is, is dust and dirt not only gets into your air filter, which most people need to clean that out on a regular basis. Um, you don't need a new filter all the time. A lot of times you can just get, uh, if you have an air compressor, you can just pull it out and hit it with high pressure and reverse blow it. So as it's coming in, you flip it over and blow it back out the direction that it's coming in. And you'll be shocked at how much will come out of there. But back to the dirt part of it, dirt as you're riding around, motorcycles vibrate. It doesn't matter if you have a twin. It doesn't matter if you have a single. I don't care if you've got a freaking triple, you know, or whatever. They vibrate. There are lots and lots of wires. There's lots and lots of cables. There's lots and lots of everything running around. If you've ever torn to your bike and you pull your seat off or you pull your plastics off of your side or whatever you're doing, there's a city of wires in there. Everything from power cables to blinkers to man to the uh, uh, ECU, which is the basically the brain, uh, all that stuff. Well, that dirt gets in there and it doesn't matter that it's dust. You're like, well, it's just dust. It's not just dust. It's dirt. It's gritty. That bike over time, it goes back and forth and back and forth from the vibrations. It just chews away. It chews away. For instance, my KTM 690 they don't put a whole lot of shielding around the wires in the connections underneath the seat. I mean, they just stuff everything in there. And if you don't clean that out periodically, that stuff will rub from the vibrations and it will eventually chew through the wire, which means you can get a short, which basically means that you can blow up fuse. It could leave you stranded until you find out what the problem is. It's just a great idea. Keep your bike clean. Take it to a car wash periodically. I don't mean get it in there and, you know, just get up on it and just get nuts on it. What I'm saying is, is, you know, 18, 24 inches away, just a good fan with a little bit of pressure. Get up in there, man. Get all that dirt out of there. Keep that bike clean. 
because if you keep it clean, it's going to last a whole lot longer and you're going to have a whole lot less, you know, at least wire issues, my personal opinion. And it's, it's, it's just going to save you in the long run. And if you do buy a new bike and you notice that there's some problem areas like where wires are sitting on specific, you know, metal parts of the frame, or if it's on plastics, you know, like to the air box or things like that, wrap them up, wrap them up with electrical tape or shrink wrap or whatever you can find. And that will definitely save you some time of any issues that could arise in the future. Back to the bike. Knowing your bike, it's a big deal. Here's another thing that you really need to do as far as knowing your bike. And these are just the basic things. I'm going to throw out some of the basic things that I like to call them pre-ride uh, checks. And they're really a big deal. And these are kind of the main things that you need to think about before you go out and ride each time. And it's kind of like a pilot. You're walking around your bike and you're checking specific things to make sure that your bike is ready to rock and roll, whether you're going on a trip or you're going down to the Starbucks and get a coffee. First thing, tire pressure. Check your tires. You don't have to sit there and get a gauge out every single time. What I am saying is, is walk up to it, put your hand on it, take your thumb and push as hard as you can. If you can push that tire in and literally like about an, an eighth to a quarter of an inch, get a gauge, check the tire pressure. Most tires are destroyed because people are too lazy to get off their butt and go and put air in the tire. And then they say the tire's a piece of crap, but yet they didn't take care of the tire and the tire gets a bad rap. Check your tire pressures. Big deal. That's how 90% of all tires get destroyed is because people don't take care of them properly. Number two, chain. Go check your chain. Check the slack of it. Make sure that it just doesn't sit there and dangle up and down. If you don't know how to do chain slack, there's tons of YouTubes out there that you can go and check to check how to do your chain slack. But the other thing that's a big deal is your chain will last a really long time if you lubricate it. Now, if you have a shaft drive bike, it doesn't matter. You need to check the oil unless it's a closed case. But most bikes are chain. Check your chain. Make sure it's got plenty of goop. You can't over lubricate a chain. You just can't. Some people swear by wax. Some people swear by like the Teflon coat and all that type of stuff. I'm not a big wax guy. Wax guy, the wax to me seems like it picks up. It holds more dirt in the chain. Same thing with the chain and the wires in the bike. That dirt gets up in there and it just grinds away at that stuff and it just eats your chain up over time. If you keep it nice and lubricated over time, you should never hear the chain. A chain should never be heard, especially when you're riding down the road. If you can hear a chain, that's bad. You need to get lubricant. You need to pull into AutoZone, anything. I don't care what you get. I don't even care if it's WD-40. WD-40 it up till you get home and then put some chain uh, lubricant on your bike. But always check your chain. Make sure your chain is good to go. Keep it lubricated. Number three, stand the bike up. If you have an eyelet, check your oil. Oil is a big deal. It's what keeps the engine flowing. It's what keeps the engine lubricated. What keeps the engine from blowing up? Check the oil. Some bikes are just known for burning a little bit of oil over time. People get complacent. Check the oil. Stand it up, look at it. If it just needs a dab, give it a dab. If it's in between doing an oil change or whatever, just check it. It's okay. You can add oil to it. Note to self, if you are running conventional oil, 
don't mix conventional with synthetic. You can get bubbling in it. It's just a bad idea. Remember, conventional oil, you can run it as much as you want. But once you go to synthetic, it really needs to stay synthetic. That's a whole other deal. We'll have a podcast on that and we will talk about oils and what to do and lubricants and stuff like that. We'll have another podcast on that. Once that's done, check your clutch levers, make sure those are good. Check your brakes, make sure your bike will actually stop. Those are just basic things, basic things, but they're really, really a big deal. So tires, chain, oil, that's it. In all honesty, check those things before you ride and it just, A, it's going to be, it's going to be good for your bike and B, things are just going to last a whole lot longer and you're going to be a whole lot safer when you're on the road. Know your bike. Doesn't matter what you own. Just know your bike. So remember, manuals so that you know the basics. Forums, check those from other riders that basically have the same bike as you and you can feed off of them. So you can also use YouTube or something like that. Um, just because the maintenance manual says one thing, there's other guys. But remember, take it with a grain of salt. But a lot of guys are very meticulous about their bike and you will get a different result. And usually it's before what the manual tells you to do with most riders. They're just the way they are. And then do pre-checks on your bike before you go out and ride. I don't care if you're going to Starbucks. Just, just do it. It's a great, great habit to have. And then love your bike. Keep it clean. Keep your bike clean at all times if you possibly can. If you're on a trip, I get it. But if you're at home and you're just riding around, you don't need to eat off of it. But it definitely needs to be clean. So with today's podcast, that is pretty much it. And that is knowing your bike. So whether you're new, intermediate, or experienced rider, hopefully some of these things will help you out. And I think that um, the more you dig into your bike, the more you're going to have fun and you're not going to let anybody touch your bike. So knowing your bike, it's just awesome. It's fantastic. Hopefully everybody out there owns a dual sport, but if you don't, Hey, guess what? Maybe one day we'll get you on board. Don't forget, subscribe to the channel, uh, youtube.com, 690ADV. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Uh, they come out every Sunday and every Thursday. We appreciate your time. You guys have a fantastic day, and hopefully this will help you out. If you need anything, remember, 690ADV at gmail.com. We'll get to you as quick as we can. Have a great day. Thanks. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.